Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Sports Radio 90, time the game. Andy and Randy back tomorrow. Uh, we're talking Braves today. John Fricke at the Northern Kia Studios with you. Two quick things and then to your calls here, 404-726-0929. Number one, and I just find this kind of interesting, if you go through on your internet uh, to all the power poles, the preseason power poles, you're going to see Braves and Dodgers 1-2, right? In, in most cases, Dodgers 1, and but it's on uh, Braves are 1. And on paper, I understand that when you're looking at the two teams, it's really kind of hard to split here, but, which is one of the things I found interesting because in a couple of cases – uh, specifically in one and in sort of in another, the, they had the Dodgers number one, and you could sit there and go, well, we got to put the – you can see it, the, the process when they're trying to work through it. Well, um, I've got the Dodgers number one because, look, they already had all these guys, the Mookies and the Freddies and the thises and the thats, and then they went out and got Shohei, and they got Yoshi Yamamoto, they got Glasnow. Oh, my God, they're the number one team in baseball. And then they flip the page over, and they go, and then there's the uh, – oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, because you look at the Braves through and through. Did the Braves do enough this offseason? Again, we cannot know about health. We can't know about performance. But putting Aaron Bummer into that pen, putting Chris Sale into that rotation, putting Jared Kalinick into that lineup and left, it wouldn't shock me if one, two, or even all three made the all-star team. So, wait, what if all three did make the all-star team? You mean the Braves added three all-stars? Oh, they just didn't come with a price tag of $400 million. Ah, you mean Alex Anthopoulos is great at what he does? The only real question I have about the Braves, and this is point number two, that they're going to do with their first spring training game coming up this Saturday, that I, I, I am interested in talking to uh, Grant McCauley in the next hour. is going to join me for a few minutes because I need to ask him, what is the issue with the depth of this team? Because the, the front lines, I, don't worry about the pitching staff. Pitching staff, the, 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 the rotation, uh, you know, it's only a battle for fifth, you know, with guys like, you know, Lopez and Elder and Anderson and Smith Shaver and Oscar and all those guys, right? So we're talking about a fifth starter here. The bullpen is loaded. The bullpen is loaded. So don't worry about the pitching staff. The the top eight, nine, ten players, position players, loaded. Loaded. Nothing but all-stars, right? MVPs and all-stars. There is a question of bench depth a little bit. Okay? And so how, how do they work through the Forest Walls, the Guillermos, the J.P. Martinez's? Do they go out and seek veteran help for the bench? It's the one area that I look at this team and I kind of go, look, you traded an awful lot away, which is fine, but it's not like you can call up Von Grissom or Braden Shoemake or Nicky Lopez to play shortstop because they're all gone, you know? And there's some depth issues in the outfield because there is no Pilar, there is no Duvall. I mean, I guess at some point if clinic isn't working out, are you going to put the box truck out there and left? I don't think so. But, you know, 
I think we've seen our last. Is there any reason to put that dude out there in the field? I can't think so. Etta joins us here. Etta, welcome to the show. Hey, Etta, how you doing? What's going on, John? Talk to me, Etta. Yeah, I can. So check it out. I, I'm I'm in agreement with you when you talk about AA. I do think he's the best executive out there in the business right now because I trust him fully. He when when we when we lacking, he he brings he brings things he brings pieces to us, you know. But I hear you guys talking about Rondo and his postseason play. I'm gonna just say this: I watched every game last year, postseason two. Rondo wasn't the problem. Rondo still scored majority of our runs in that postseason. The biggest problem that I noticed, and, and, and I still love him, he's a Georgia boy and everything, but Michael Harris has to do better. It was a lot of situational at-bats last year that we just could not come through. The Philly were not better than us last year. We, st- we still could have beat them last year. We just didn't have enough situational hitting. Right. I'm going to agree with you that it's a through-and-through thing, okay? I'm going to agree with you it's a through-and-through thing, and I, I think the proof is in – right, just but – Michael Harris also won you the only game. I mean, it was his play that won it for you, right? I mean, he and Austin Riley. Uh, but it is – that's fair here. I am not arguing your point because I think it's a fair point here uh, that the um, that it's a through-and-through thing. And the reason it's through-and-through is that of the last three teams that we had, the one that won the World Series and the last two that flamed out against the Phillies, the one that won the World Series was actually the worst team. But that team, in terms of just a roster, but that team had clutch written all over it. I mean, from Freddie's home run against uh, the, the right against the Brewers uh, to uh, you know Eddie Rosario's uh, blast out there, you know to you know against the Dodgers to whatever Soler did in the opening at bat, the third pitch of the World Series and the moonshot. That the team just had clutch. I mean, Jock was clutch. That team was clutch. There was no clutch on this team the last two years, and that's a through and through issue. I agree with you, by the way. However, at the same time, I need Ronald Acuna to not just do the best on our team. I need him, if he wants to get paid that kind of money, to do what Bryce Harper did. I need him to be superstar Ronald Acuna in the postseason. Okay? I agree. I'm going to say this too, though, John. The the clinic guy, I I pray to God he is what you expect because, you know, I don't know too much about him. You know, everybody on our team right now is awesome. So I hope he can just come in and be awesome. And then, like you said, he'd be an all-star. I trust Chris Sale. He he was fighting injury, but I feel like that was in the past. He he he. It's a new chapter for him. So he's going he gonna be he gonna be what Charlie Morton was for us. So you know, I I, tr- I trust everybody on the team, man. The Braves they gonna get over yeah, the hump. We gonna win great. more nationals. We gonna win more championships. I'm not tripping, but we just need more situational hitting and pitching. With pitching, pitching always has to be great. Simple as that. Yeah, and, and they're great. This staff could be great. Both Wolfpen and the starting rotation. And I think Ed is spot on. Thank you for the call, Ed, about uh, you know Chris Hill becoming the new Charlie Morton at his age. And if he's healthy, that's all you ask out of him. You know, I'm not asking Chris Hill to go out there and win a Cy Young. I'm asking Chris Hill to go out there and be really good. Just be really good. He didn't have to be the number one starter on the team. That could be Max Fried. That could be Spencer Strider. But be a solid number three. You get the best of Chris Sale, he becomes the number one starter on the team. And, and that's the thing here, too. You know, how does that affect Max Fried's contract? I, I, you know, I think they're going to push each other. I think this team could be really special. I, Kalenic, yes. I, I said to you, Sean Murphy's going to get into this team. He's going to blow up. He's the best defensive catcher in the game. And, you, yeah, there were some times where he didn't hit so well last year. I said, you're going to love him. Matt Olson replacing Friday. I said, you're going to love Matt Olson. He's going to hit 50 home runs. Sure enough, he hit 50. And I said, Jared Kalenic's going to hit you 35 home runs, and he's going to play great defense in left. You're going to like him. That's what he's going to do. I'm just telling you that's what he'll do. 
Yeah, you, you got to stay healthy. Hey, Josh. Josh. Oh, no, pardon me. Hang on, Josh. Kendrick. I want to go in order here. Kendrick. Welcome to the show, Kendrick. Hey, John. I just wanted to get your take. Um, I I agree with we're the best team in baseball. I really do uh, – excited about the moves that AA made and people that they brought in. So I think we've got the team to do it again. I just wanted to get your perspective on what impact, if any, um, that losing Ron Washington would have on the team because they, they seem to That's rally behind question. him. He was very aggressive. So I just kind of wanted to get your take and opinion on what you think, if, if that'll be an impact at all. Well, yeah, I know. That's a great question. I think that's a great question, Kendrick. And I, my answer is, I don't know. Um, I think EY and Ron Washington were really popular guys. Uh, you know, you've got a great pitching coach. You know, you've got great hitting coaches. I, I think the coaching staff itself is really – it's deep, it's strong, it's veteran. Uh, Ron was a great fielding coach. I Forget about third base yes. where he was aggressive as a coach, yeah, which I really liked. You know, and, and it was funny because there was one time – I have to go back and picture it, maybe Garrett remembers it, that he put up the brake sign and everybody went, Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was actually like the, the one time he made a wrong call. It was like he should have just sent him. Because normally he was just waving that left hand like crazy. Uh, the, so um, – uh, but yeah, he as a I credit a lot of the, and I don't know if I'm right or not, but I credit a lot of the defensive ability and growth of uh, Ozzy Alves, uh, Dansby Swanson, and and yeah. certainly Austin yeah. Riley to, to Ron Washington. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see. Thomas Hill, but uh, he was he was one of the good ones. Thank you, Kendrick. Do appreciate. It. Now let's get to uh, Josh here. Uh, as we're talking about the Braves here, and, and, and my, that's just an unknown. I, you know, I mean, you, what, your third base coach? No, he's not just your third base coach. He was like your defensive infield coach. He, he had a lot of impact. And look, great, great at his age, uh, over 70, that he gets another shot at this, another bite at the apple. Good for Ron. Hey, Josh. Hey, John. I've been listening to you for a long time. And, you know, I was talking with Garrett when I called in, and, and you used the word unknown right there. And I think that's a good way to sort of describe the sport of baseball it's, it's such a fickle game you know you look at when the Braves won the World Series a few years ago all right we just kind of got in and I don't want to say caught lightning in a bottle because we had a, a, a really good squad but who did we have in the World Series last year with the Rangers and the, and the Diamondbacks and, and you look at all the money that the Yankees spend and the Mets spend and the Dodgers spend and yeah they're kind of in the mix except for the Mets right but the Yankees haven't been you know, the Dodgers have. And so, you know, baseball is one of those things. And, and so when Garrett said earlier, you know, we should be winning World Series, I mean, like, yeah, we all say that. And as a Bulldogs fan, I'm like, we should win the national championship every year. No questions asked, right? Baseball is just a different animal. It's just a totally different animal. So, you know, clubhouses come together. It's just a it's – a, it's one of those sports where it's, it's literally inches. You know, and yeah, clutch matters as well. Like you were saying earlier, you know, uh, Harper, listen, he, he put us to shame, man. I mean, it was embarrassing. And our guys, if you want to use the word choked, we, we did not come well. It's a streaky game. You know, you get on a run and you get going good. So I don't know. It, it's hard. It, baseball is one of those well, you know, kind here, of hard here, to figure out. This, uh, right, Josh, let, let me ask you a question here because I, I think I want to go back to this. I had said prior to the opening of the Philly series last year, I hope the Braves learned their lesson because I had had a fear that the year before when they had lost to the Phillies that this new playoff model, and I know the baseball is kind of looking at it now, this new playoff model that led to a World Series between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks is under some question of the stop-down. 
and this stop down that the Braves had to do two years ago. Right. And the Phillies had had just kept their momentum kind of, and it's like you know, it's like somebody's running and you're standing there waiting for them to catch you on a relay race. And as they run, you, now you got to run to catch up to them. And so even if you're the faster guy, yeah. they're getting a running start and you're you're starting from a dead start here. And that's happened to the Braves twice back to back where they haven't handled the stop well. And they weren't the only ones that didn't handle the stop well. And so I think Major League Baseball is looking at this going, hey, do we need to go back to a one-card wild game so that we don't have these teams sitting around for a week waiting to play in a, in, in a series? And so th- that's something that yeah. I know that they have to look at. Now, I can't tell you for 100% that that was the reason, but I think that that was a factor, Josh. And as a factor, this team has to handle that better if they're going to win the division again and be faced with the uh, possibility of having to stop again for a third time in a row. No, it's a great point. And with, with baseball, it's such a fluid game. You know, hitting hitting, and, and getting in the batter's box and, and getting in that game mode and, and pitching, right, it, it's, a, it's, a, um, it, it's something that needs to be consistent. As a Braves fan, I almost feel like I'm making an excuse to say, well, you know, if they were to change the playoff form, we'd have been better. But you know what? Baseball is one of those games to where it's not like every Sunday you play a game like football. You know, this is something that, that batting is a rhythm, right? Pitching is a rhythm. And some of these teams, and we're seeing it, that maybe don't do as well in the regular season, um, you know, they stay in a groove, and they end up going to the World Series. And, you know, it's just, it's just a, right. a no, very I, difficult game. But I would, I would change the playoff format, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks, Josh. I know I'm way late for a break. I'm, I'm working. I'm using the weekend clock. Sorry. Uh, so we'll get to a quick break. More of your calls ahead. And we'll finish our discussion here about the Braves over the next couple of hours. Uh, In the next hour, we will take you live to Florida and talk to Grant McCauley. Ask him. All right, quick break. Back in a moment with John Fricke on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, Garrett, do you think that um, – you remember last year that the Braves did the whole let's play the Gwinnett Stripers, invite fans in kind of practice game thing before they got run out by the Phillies? Do you yeah, think there's that. something to that stop-down theory? What do you mean? 
Well, I mean, the, 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 the teams that are wild card teams are, are often running and running through you, and the next thing you know, the L.A. Dodgers and the Baltimore Orioles and the Atlanta Braves and the best teams of the regular season are, are gone. Yeah, I, I think it, it matters a lot more for a team like the Braves, too, because you look at a lot of these guys, they play 162 games. I mean, we were one of one last year when it came to players or, or teams that had multiple players who had, who had played 150-plus games. And the most games played, I think most all of them were Atlanta Braves. It was Matt Olson, it was Austin Riley, Ozzie Albies before he got hurt. They play every single day. And then you take a week off. Yeah, you can get healthy, but you lose that rhythm, that consistency of, of waking up, going to the ballpark, getting ready to play, playing, going home, waking up the next day and doing it all over again. What do you have to say about the Braves? Did they do enough in the offseason? Their first spring training game of the year is coming up this Saturday against uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, just kind of curious what, what, you, what you're thinking now about that. Ronald Acuna wants to be a Brave for life. I don't see I, – I, I think you have to have a conversation. You have to talk to him. You have to acknowledge it. I'm sure they will. He's got five years left on his contract. I don't see any reason that the Braves have to move now on the Ronnie contract. I think they can wait. Mike Axius of uh, CBS Sports says the Braves ought to just extend his current deal, give him an additional eight years and $300 million. That would make his current contract worth 13 years and about $400 million. Now, if you're Ronnie, you're going, oh, man, I could make a lot more money in free agency because I'm trying to explain to everybody that will listen to me, okay? When when Alex Rodriguez became the first $25 million player and, and – uh, the Rangers paid him the 10-year, $250 million contract, right? Everybody in sports media went bonkers. Somebody's getting $25 million a year to play baseball? I mean, you might as well have said a billion. It was an unheard of amount of money. Well, I'm telling you, in the next five years, there will be an athlete in the NBA, a quarterback in the NFL, or a star baseball player, and it may have been Shohei unless that injury had happened, who's going to get a five-year, $500 million deal, okay? They'll be the first $100 million a year athlete. That will happen. So if Ronnie signed an eight-year extension, he would be potentially costing himself an unbelievable amount of money because it might be him five years from now who becomes the 5-500 guy. But he signed an eight three hundred deal. Why did he do that? Well, if you're the Braves, the other part of that is you have just locked yourself into 13 years guaranteed for this guy. There's risk on both sides here. Just keep that in mind. But I'm not doing anything if I'm Alex Anthopoulos until at the very earliest this time next year. I'm, I'm looking at Ronnie saying, I we want you to be a Brave for life, but you need to do what you did last year. You need to do it again. Oh, and by the way, you need to do it in the postseason. I, I mean, I know that, you know, the one caller said, well, you know, he was the only offense we had. I'm like, well, Austin Riley was okay, too. And he's right. I mean, the whole team medals. Nobody did. Michael Harris, none of them stood up. I, I got that, all right? And it's not just in, in one by, one guy's – but you, if you are the superstar, you got to be the superstar. I mean, I need you to go out – the, uh, the, whatever the opening round matchup of the playoffs is this year, I need Ronnie to hit three home runs. You know, I need him to do something. I need him to just own it. First pitch, here we go with the post. Oh, my God, there's one of those things that's 500 feet. I need you to own it, Ronnie. Where am I going here first, uh, Garrett? 
Jonathan is on with John. Hey, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, John, good hearing you on a Monday. So what you got? So talking about the doing enough to add to the uh, add to the team in the offseason, I, I think, yes, on paper it looks good. The only thing that worries me is the rotation because you got two guys up in up there in years with injury history and sales case. And, yes, you're saying we're not worried about a fifth starter, but you're just one little tweak injury away here and there from running out another bullpen start in a game three of that first-round playoff series. When you get rolling two guys out there, I don't think you're looking for a fifth starter. If your fifth starter stays your fifth starter all year, that's great. But I think sitting will do again and risking running out of pitching again in the postseason is a risky proposition. All right, well, let's take a quick look at this. Jonathan, you with me? Yeah. All right, so we can't predict injuries, and that's what happened last year. You can't predict injuries. <clears throat> so presuming no injuries. You're Max Freed, Spencer Strider, and there will be some, but you can't predict when and where. Max Freed, Spencer Strider, Chris Sale, Charlie Morton, that's four. Then you have, uh, in, in the battle for fifth, Bryce Elder, Ian Anderson, A.J. smith Shaver, Ronaldo Lopez. You still have Waskar Noah. You have Alan Winans. You have Dylan Dodd. You have Darius Fines. Uh, a lot of people think Kirsten Waldrop, the former number one draft pick, has got serious, serious game. And then, of course, the other thing you have is Alex Anthopoulos at the uh, trade deadline, making you know the moves that Alex making Alex Anthopoulos moves. So up until a point where I think it's proven that somebody's too old or too injured or or what, I, as we begin the season, I'm okay. Are you not okay as we begin the year now, or no? I mean, as, as on paper and as, as it looks now, everybody's healthy until they aren't. But for the past two years, we haven't been. As it comes into that into the into the playoff time, you know, I mean, Charlie Morton, what sprained his finger throwing to first base? You know, just the weirdest mm-hmm. things can happen. Right. Seems to be at the worst time. Yeah, Max Freed turned his ankle. Right, I, I get it. Uh, but you know what? Here's the thing, though. It isn't the pitching, Jonathan. It wasn't pitching. It was the hitting. Oh, I know. Everything disappeared. They didn't hit. But you had no chance in game three running Brass Elder out there in Philly when you're down seven to one after two innings. And I know. You know. But hit. You know, <laughs> hit, 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 hit. You got shut down by Ranger Suarez twice. Ranger yep. Suarez. Not Aaron Nola. You know, no. Ranger Suarez. To piggyback off the last call, the one thing I would change with the because MLB is never going to go backwards on games, but what they could do would be get get rid of any days off during that uh, wild card. So you can survive taking three days off, but having six games or six days in between games, I think would be enough. Yeah, you got three I, I days to get three games in, and then you're on the road. You know, you you know where you know where the first the first round playoff game is going to be. So there's no no travel to be considered there. All the games were two game sweeps last year anyway. So. Take off all right. the days off. Yep, I know. I think that again, they're looking, and, and they and, and Jonathan. I appreciate the call four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Major League Baseball knows this. Major League Baseball, and this is no slam on the two teams that made the World Series last year. You made the World Series. You made the World Series. Okay, but bully for you. Uh, but they are losing the best teams because it's happened twice to them. In the, and it's only happened in these two years where they went to this new format and they went, oh, okay, maybe we need to change the format. 
I'm not saying that there's direct cause and effect, but there's enough there that Major League Baseball is looking at it, that's for sure. Uh, Mike is with us at 404-726-09 tonight talking about the Braves as we get ready. Monday of the first uh, week of uh, Braves. There won't be a, ga- a week without Braves baseball. Well, I don't know how long. <laughs> Hopefully not till sometime when we're having a parade in November. Hey, Mike. Hey, John. Morning. Um, yeah, uh, agree on – the need for uh, some adjustments to, to the playoff system. Um, definitely saw evidence of that this season, but I would argue it goes all the way back to the introduction of the wild card in the mid to early 90s. I think we could say even in those years when the Braves would win the division early and Bobby would start emptying the bench for that last week, you know, you wouldn't see Chipper for a couple games. You wouldn't see Pendleton. You wouldn't see who insert whoever you want. But those guys get a little cold, and then you just kind of lope your way into the playoffs. You've lost your energy, and we end up seeing one championship across 14 winning high-level playoff-level seasons. So I think at least as the Braves are concerned, it goes all the way back to, to then. Um, so I'm not smart enough to tell well, you I how to fix it. Right. I don't so know, let's but, stop there. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's stop there just because I want to go back because I think you bring up an interesting point, Mike. Let, let's go back to that. A, the Braves, you know, prior to even Chipper, the Braves had some kind of flaws in their lineup. Their, their lineup wasn't exactly going to destroy you, right? I mean, they, they had good players. I'm not trying to take anything away from – I loved Ron Gant, and I it was my favorite Brave, Like loved David Justice. Uh, I mean, it wasn't that I didn't like Otis and Dion and Sid Bream and Pendleton and, you know, and that crew and even Jeff Blauser. I mean, they were, all, they were good players, and, you know, and of course. But when Mark Lemke becomes your star, you got you got a lineup problem, okay? And that's not, not, not again, not slamming Mark Lemke, but when he's becoming your star in your lineup, you got a lineup problem. That's A, and B is to, to that issue about those teams here is that they, they you're right, they underperformed. They also ran into buzzsaws and just had the damnedest luck because they kept running into Ed Sprague and Dan Gladden. It wasn't just Kirby Puckett or Ken Herbeck. It was you know the, uh, Joe Carter. It was those. It was it was who what 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 is this? What's this dude out here? Jim Lawrence? Who, who, who the hell are you? I mean, it was it was the other dudes. <laughs> they were getting what? It was just some damned luck too. All right, anyway, I just I'm reliving the '90s. Sorry, folks. I apologize. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, Mike, hang on. <laughs> Sorry. See, this is the problem of being a Braves fan. <laughs> we, we relive everything. <laughs> We're like a jilted lover, you know. <laughs> but you said back 28 years ago. <laughs> Damn, we had some bad luck. Charlie Lee Brandt threw a strike. I'm just saying. If you're a Braves fan, you know what I mean. Uh, Sports Radio 90 time the game. Sports Radio 90 time the game from the Northern Kia Studios on this President's Day. Back to normal, uh, regular Monday through Friday programming tomorrow. Andy and Randy will be back tomorrow. John Fergie with you till uh, 2 o'clock today. We're talking Braves baseball. So th- this week will be a little bit kind of on the slower side uh, of the sports spectrum, though that we do have the Daytona 500 today because 
rain yesterday, so uh, that'll go green today down at Daytona at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Which, by the way, you should know that you're going to have some people down there who are going to go through the race, 4 o'clock uh, green flag, race land, you know what, you know, 7.30-ish or so or whatever. And then uh, they're going to have to fight all that traffic getting out of Daytona, and they're going to have to drive back to Atlanta, which means they probably won't be back till 5 in the morning, which means they'll be rolling into work tomorrow. My point is you may have some tired coworkers. <laughs> Just <laughs> hungover. You, dude, you a little hungover and tired there? Yeah, yeah, it was at Daytona. I, I, <laughs> traffic at 75 was a... Yeah. Okay, I'm gotcha. I'm with you. Talking Braves. Braves start uh, first spring training game Friday. The Hawks will be back in action. Uh, and we'll see what this uh, last little run for the Hawks is going to be. That'll be interesting this week. And uh, also the NFL uh, is getting ready and geared up because we are now eight days away from the opening first day of the uh, NFL Combine. I mean, it, and that happens fast. NFL Combine, then the tags happen on March 5th, and then, of course, free agency uh, opens uh, three weeks from today. Free agency begins in the NFL. Three weeks from today, the free agency, okay? And this incredible offseason of the Atlanta Falcons that we have to pay attention to. But today we're talking about baseball because Brace Spring Training is opening up on Friday. Uh, let's go to Davis. Hey, Davis, welcome to the show. Well, I'm on Fricky's Foul Line Show. How about that? The uh, I I, uh, I grew up going to the Braves games way back when, and um, t- going to the varsity and taking it inside and Chief Nakahoma and everything. But later on, I became a vice president of a big engineering firm, and in the early nineties, we decided to go buy tickets because they were cheap for our clients, and we ended up getting rows of four seats on row eleven and four seats on row twelve, right behind first base. And that was in 1990, and we bought them for 2500. Pretty sweet, you had that run. And we bought them for 2500 bucks, and a parking pass. And there was one thing that I always said that if Maddox was pitching, the game was about an hour and 45 minutes. If Lee Grant was pitching, if Lee Grant was pitching, it's going to be like three hours. Now there's nothing against Lee Grant. I played golf with him. He's a great guy. But it was the slowest thing in the world. But I, my call was, we didn't have a, an Acuna. We didn't We didn't have three superstars on the team. I think the closest we had growing up was probably Bob Horner. And when he came, it was exciting. Claudel Washington. Well, and, I mean, well, we. you mean in the 80s, in the early 80s? In the early uh, 80s. Yeah, and well, that, the late, yeah okay, that would have been Dale Murphy and Bob Horner. Right, right. And, and then later in the 90s, I mean, we had some exciting players, but we didn't have three monster-type all-star players like we have now. Well, be, on, I, and on I, the I mound, you did. Well, on, on the, the mound, mound of did. course. Yeah, the greatest, we, got, we got spoiled. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, on the greatest pitching, pitching staff of all time. Yeah. Yeah, but but, I, but I'm talking about hitting and, and stuff like that. We, we just no. – uh, some of the funnest times I ever had was when Dion played. Watching him turn a double or a triple yeah. was the funnest thing in baseball. Right. Yeah, Dion was but just anyway, a, a, a freak show here. So, but back to this year. Let's talk about now, Davis. Let's talk now. So, okay, as you see the team, as you see the team now, uh, you, you I mean, I think that the Braves did enough this off season. I think in Bummer and Kalenic and Sale, they did it. I can't know about health. We can't know about this right now. All three are healthy. Uh, you can't know, but I think if they all perform to the level that I expect that they will perform to, I think all, all three will p- perform at an all-star level. 
So I think if, they did the enough. Pitch, you. If the pitcher comes through like we hope he does, I think you're right. And as long as the pitching stays healthy, I think you're right. The the bullpen is great. The hitting lineup is I, it's scary to me. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's it's probably like you said earlier, the the Braves, the worst Braves team won the World Series years ago, and uh, the the best Braves team they had, New York Yankees, beat them. And this year, I think last year they they were disappointing, but they got there. And so I'm really excited yeah, for this and year. It will be interesting, right? And it's a shame in a way. I appreciate the call, Davis. And yes, sir. Yeah, it's a shame in a little bit. Yeah, in, in a way, uh, whether you know '96 or last year was the best team. I know that some people have argued about that, uh, but you know, it, to me, I think that this team has the potential to be the best Braves team of all time. And that's why when I, I see the the preseason power polls that I was talking about earlier, where that you can see them, the wheels are grinding in their head because they're going, oh, wow, look at the Dodgers. They've got Shohei, and they got Yamamoto, and they've got Freddie, and they got Mookie, and they got this, and that, and that, you know, I mean. And then they turn the page and they go, the Braves got, oh, my God, yeah. Because you look at this Braves, and except for the issue of depth, and that's one of the things I'm gonna, I, I mentioned to you that I want to ask Grant McCauley about, about developing depth in the 40-man uh, positional depth and that's not to take anything away from 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 the guys that they have now at least listed like Guillermo and Martinez and Forrest Wall you know when they had to make all these trades you you got rid of a lot of depth players okay not starters but depth players who were never going to start for you look let's be clear Vaughn Grissom was never going to be the starting shortstop of the Atlanta Braves much as you might want to watch that that was never going to happen you have a third baseman. Now, is Arcia a long-term? Is Kalenic a long-term? That I don't know. But you know you have long-term in center, long-term in right, long-term in first, long-term in second, long-term in third, long-term in catcher, you know, barring injury. Shortstop in left field, I, I hope Kalenic can, can nail it down. It's certainly my desire. And we've had a lot of really good players out there. Again, I went through them with you, all right? Duvall and Pilar and Eddie. Rosario, I mean, they're good players, and they all hit. They all had big moments. Rosario hit one of the biggest home runs. Duvall hit a tremendously big home run in the World Series. It gets lost with that grand slam. Uh, and, you know, Kevin Pillar had really nice moments. And so we put a lot of guys out there and left, and we've been searching, though, for a guy that can kind of, like, be the permanent, permanent, permanent solution so that we don't have to consider even remotely having to put the box truck out there and left because that's what he's like when he plays out there. He plays like a box truck. Just bounces all over the place and it's t- terrible. And leave him a de- designated hitter, or even ship him after this year and get a new DH or whatever we're going to do. Uh, dude, it did hit forty home runs <laughs> driving a hundred last year. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, but the point is, is that you know RC did make the All Star team as a shortstop. But depth is the issue. Aside from that, you again, you flip this over and go your options for a fifth starter on this team. Uh, Garrett Chapman, your options for a fifth starter on this team are Bryce Elder, Ian Anderson, A.J. Smith-Shaver, Ronaldo Lopez, Waskar Inoa, Alan Winans, Dylan Dodd, Hurston Waldrop, Darius Vines. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of teams in Major League Baseball, a lot of teams, not more. I'm talking multiple, that don't have a core of pitchers this good, core starters this good. I'd say there are about 25, for their 26 w- teams that would trade without even questioning it. They would trade our situation with the Braves. They're just, just starting rotation. 26, 27, I'd say. 
Like maybe not so the Dodgers, the, the maybe Braves not the, have the Phillies. Eight or nine guys, eight or nine guys, right, in a group for the fifth starter that otherwise would be an enti- would replace an entire team's entire rotation. Well, John, how many of those guys do you actually – how many Braves players do you expect to start games this year? Well, again, like more than I more than five. No, more than five. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there was something like fifteen last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were injuries. Depth is critical at the start, at, mean, at pitching. It's critical. Sure. So I, I, that's why of the course. Braves are in a really good situation there. I, I mean, would we like to have another top end starter? Yeah, sure. Everybody in baseball wants to add another top end starter because they're very valuable. But we have a lot of really good players. We have two Cy Young candidates. In Max Freed and Spencer Strider. And then you have a Chris Sale who who I think could be a pretty good player. A Charlie Morton who's a pretty good player. I mean, Chris Sale is a three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable option. I mean, yeah, this before, is... Right, because before he got injured, he's a top three starter in the game. Yeah, I mean, he's really good. I mean, his last full healthy season... Oh, no, he's great. He's really good. Great. Really, really good. But it's like the last time he pitched a full, complete season, I mean, what was that, 2019? Or so. I mean, it's been a little while, yeah. but a lot of those are yeah. freak accidents. I mean, just stay off the, the ATVs and everything for a little while. That's all. Yeah, got, you know, hit by a pitch and all kind of weird stuff, you know, or however he broke his finger, I forget. Anyway, uh, and they, so, but the point is, is that they, they have, you know, hopefully depth, you know, and we saw, you know, they have so much depth in their pitching, in their young pitching. That they traded away. Now, granted, there's injury issues and stuff like that, but they traded away Kyle Wright and Michael Soroka and Jared Schuster. Just traded them away. Gone. Uh, you know, we're done. We're moving on because we got enough depth. Then in their bullpen, now the big question to me remains, and this has been really kind of true for, gosh, a number of years now, where we have had, maybe since Kimbrough left, we've had guys who have had good years as closers and guys, you know, I had a love-hate with Will Smith, as I think everybody knows. Uh, if you listen to the morning show over the time, uh, I had love-hates with uh, more than one Braves closer. I had a little bit of love-hate going on last year, same with uh, with Iglesias. I need Rysel to kind of give me – I want to know that when my closer comes out of the bullpen that I've got, you know, and that's really the key here to your bullpen, of course, is your closer – and it's rare to have a, a, a you know somebody that's going to be a Mariano Rivera or you know somebody that's going to be at the very top 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 reliever in the game. The Braves have had him occasionally. I mean, who's the but then who's the best closer in the history of the Braves? Craig is Kimbrell. it Kimbrel or is it John Smoltz? Hey man, John Smoltz. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Craig he could Kimbrough have been. He could too. have gone. He could have gone out of the Hall of Fame. That dude could have gone to the Hall of Fame as either a starter he was really or a closer. Good. He's special. He was special. Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell was a different level, I, I think. I mean, John Smoltz. Of course, I will always take John Smoltz given the opportunity. He's my favorite. One of my favorite players growing up. But I mean, Craig Kimbrell was was also like the dude in the clo- in the closer yeah, spot. Yeah. But it's a good problem to have. But I when mean, Trevor Hoffman, to when Trevor two. when Trevor Hoffman came into a game, right? When Trevor Hoffman came into a game, game was over. Trevor Hoffman comes in, game's over. I, I, well, it, when have you felt that way about a Braves close? That you knew, because Rysel came in last year and you went, oh, okay, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, because sometimes they got, so, and then he would stick both hands in the air and you go, oh. I don't know, man, Will, Will Smith in that 2021 
uh, World Series run, he was pretty damn good. He, you knew he came in. Oh, he was no, slamming there were times that where door. he was. Not times. I'm talking about this time in particular, that playoff run. I know. You want to call clutch? Oh, man, he was good. He was good. But you have other options. I mean, Joe Jimenez is back, and then Pierce Johnson, and, you know, Matzik is back hopefully soon. He says he might start in the minors. And A.J. and Daisbell Hernandez and Dylan Lee. I mean, this is a loaded, loaded bullpen. A lot of options. It just got to all kind of work it out and come together. All right, so in the next hour, uh, we're going to get uh, roll into the next hour here. Grant McCauley will join us at 120, and we'll ask him about the depth and about some of the questions we've been talking about here. And Daytona's today. I've never been, raise my hand, I've actually never been to the Daytona 500. And it's on my bucket list. I just never gotten there. It was always a weird week this week to, to be able to get going. I was always at spring training. On uh, Sports Radio, you can just drive over to Daytona. Uh, Sports Radio, 99 the game. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.